must never be disturbed. Hear me, Phineas Horrors. When the face of death covers the moon, one with your blood in his veins will release me. And victory will at last be mine! Bradley, we'll get you back. You'll see. I banish you to eternal darkness. So, in the hours just before midnight, the people of Briarville buried Trancher the Troll in the cold, damp ground. The end. Thank you, Elizabeth. Class, what did you think of her report? That's bull. Welcome to episode 197, a Halloween episode special about the battle of demonic forces and troll fights on All Hallows' Eve. I am Julie. I am Marty. And I am Mike. And we just wanted to have some fun this go-around with some horror comedies. Um, I think both of these are just cult classics to me. Uh, Ernest Scared Stupid from 1991 and Idle Hands from 1997. And it, had either of you guys seen these previously? Um, no. I was aware, like very aware yeah. of both, but no, I had not seen either of them. And and that's why we needed to change that. And <laughs> well, So I, I do have a bit of a relationship with Ernest. So, um, you know, like everybody else that grew up, when, when we grew up, we I had seen those ads that he had done where it was like, Hey Vern, it's me, Ernest. And then that sort of exploded culturally and they started doing these other things. But I, uh, in getting ready for this episode, I did do a little bit of study that I'd never done and learned about Jim Varney, you know, who played, um, Ernest, um, to learn about his history. And it was really fascinating, like what he had done and how smart he was. And Oh yeah. Yeah. As a kid, he would just like memorize everything. Like he would memorize shows and books and stuff, and then would reenact them for people huh. doing all the voices like as a young child. So his mother enrolled him in acting school Brilliant. and then he was like doing Shakespeare and stuff. Huh. And he's from like West Virginia or some very Kentucky, you know what I mean? Like a sort of, yeah. Uh, we looked it up last night, and yeah. I thought it was a, that seemed maybe Ohio, but it was that that midwestern yeah, sort of, but mid- but like more of a country, country, country. Midwest. 
He is a brilliant comedian. He's really funny, and he is just impossible to not like, I think. Absolutely. He's just completely charming and endearing. So I, I sort of begrudgingly, like, because those ads were funny, those original things. And then when they started trying to capitalize on it, I was like, oh, come on, y'all. It's just this commercial guy. It's mm -hmm. like when they tried to turn the Geico uh, caveman into a TV show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and you're just like, oh, come on. Um but then I watched this one called the 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 Ernest P. It's like it's my family tree. Hey Vern, it's my it's the Worrell family tree or something like that. Directed by the same guy that did I think all of the Ernest movies, mm -hmm. including this one, and um, it was one of the funniest things. It is still one of the funniest things. And I, it was funny. I was with friends on Friday night, and I mentioned that we were doing these two movies, and and they were like, Oh my God, my favorite thing ever is that. Ernest P. Worrell's family tree thing. Yeah. And then we started quoting lines from it. Oh, that's awesome. It and is so quotable and hilarious. It's so funny. And like my friend Leif, he and I, that's one of our go-to things is like, go ahead, mistake. Break all your toys <laughs> and all that. And like, it caught on fire and fell off the edge of the world and mashed his finger and died before he was 12. And all that stuff is just so funny to me. So... Anyway, I went into this Ernest movie with a great big open heart and a lot of love for Jim Varney. Mike? I remember the commercials. <laughs> and I did, I mean, the commercials were funny at the, yeah, because it was very different and it was very sort of broad mm -hmm. at a time when, like, that was and not. And short. Yes. But it was absurdist, too. Yeah, it absolutely. Was. Yeah. It was very Green Acres. And I think that's what spoke to me was, yeah, it was just sort of this bizarre character. And, like, just, it was, there was a manic quality to it that I thought was interesting. I, but I, I, I did not, I didn't, I, I was a like, fan. I just didn't have the, I don't think I had the overt emotional attachment to it that you did, but. Well, I, yeah, I think, yeah. like, I know for a fact that mine is, like, nostalgic based, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so. Right. Uh, I, I obviously am going to love him forever. Mm -hmm. And he died so young, yeah. so tragically. It's like cancer. 51, right? Oh, wow. It was in his 50s for sure, but it was of cancer. He was a lifelong smoker. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, I think he performed right up to the end, too. Did he? I don't... I'm, well, this he, was... He what was year doing, was this? He was doing stuff on stage and was like coughing and started coughing up blood. So he finished whatever he was doing and... Because he, you know, the show must go on. And as soon as the the run had ended on this stage thing, he went to, to a hospital, and they said, "Dude, you got lung cancer." Whoa. Oh, that's terrible. So yeah, and yeah, I don't think he lasted long after the diagnosis. It's wild how that happens. It's like, but I mean, you know, it it may be that he was just had had all the symptoms and not gone in and had it like investigated or whatever, right? Right. He just had an, such an amazing presence, and he was so funny. Well, and even stuff where he's just providing his voice, like in Toy Story mm -hmm. and in the the Atlantis movie, the mm -hmm. um, from Disney. It's just he's just talented. He has such oh, well, energy. What was interesting too, though, is to see something like uh, not a good movie, but the Beverly Hillbillies movie. His to see him, of Jed, yeah, yeah, to see him play a comedic character, but not quite as. Like, you know, he didn't spend, like, the entire movie, like, three inches from the lens of the camera. Right. Which, yeah. I, God damn, man, I, he, he makes it work. 
Okay, <laughs> not okay. everybody could. I'll me, let you believe that. Those wild interludes where he's different people and I love it. I mean, all of the makeup—it's so much fun. And all of those characters are from his sort of repertoire that he had uh-huh. created that ran in the commercials and stuff like that. But the woman with the neck brace, uh-huh. she had her own thing. Like that was a character he would do, like just that character. Oh wow! So like, yeah, he would he would do all this stuff on stage and like clubs and stuff. And I mean, I don't know. It's amazing. And it's, it's you know what, it's like a, um, I don't want to say redneck, but like, and I don't really want to say hillbilly, but I guess it's more like, it's like a hillbilly Robin Williams, where there's just all this in there, uh-huh. and it's just such energy, and just, to me, so charming, and everything that I'm just in awe of his brain. Yeah. Because that's all off the cuff, I'm sure. <laughs> I just, I mean, I don't know. Well, I'm I mean, big, in, the, in the movie, the, the Eartha Kitt, believe it or not, Eartha Kitt, Catwoman, mm-hmm. and legendary Chanteuse, uh, she actually tells him he's like the redneck great hope or something, right? Like <laughs> something the like that. Redneck yeah. Messiah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I swear yeah. to God, I thought the redneck Messiah was Trump. <laughs> no, he's the asshole Messiah. Wow. The white trash Messiah. Yeah, well, you know, white trash and redneck is. I know, but you got it's got to be something worse if it's Trump. He is the anal well. leakage messiah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, so before we started recording, we were uh, reminiscing about the '90s, and the subject of the Olestra fueled chips came up. So um, <laughs> I like that you don't remember, you, but you those call them fueled by Olestra, not fried <laughs> in, but fueled by because they're gonna rocket out of your colon. The, uh, so that's that's why the uh, anal leakage came up. This is... <laughs> As a kid, though, for me, this was... I'd start watching it, and then I'd plop it in the VCR again and watch it again. Because it was like a... It was scary. This was terrifying, and it was like a dark fairy tale, and it was kind of like a slasher flick where it they're picking off kids. It is darker than kid. I expected. They're picking off kids one by yeah. one. And turning them into little wooden statues and trying to release a, a horde of trolls uh-huh yeah i i mean i was actually i thought it and i thought it really did a let, well, let's let's talk about it a little bit so yeah. ernest is a dumb guy lives in this town called briarville briar something maybe i think it's briar missouri um but um in this town they do a flashback to back in like colonial times and uh ernest's great 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 grandfather is taking this this troll and burying it in the ground and they plant a tree over it to keep it imprisoned. But the troll from the, you know, from his place down in the hole where they're burying him, he throws up a big curse and says, one of your descendants will free me. Immediate cut to the future where here's Ernest driving a garbage truck. And, you know, he's a buffoon and we know it's going to, he's just not going to go well. Driving around with his cool dog rim shot. That dog was so fucking great. Yeah, he's so cute. He was so cute. He was so funny. I love clever. All. That motherfucking scene where he's setting that big bear trap. Uh-huh. And and Rimshot is dressed up like a kid. <laughs> and and he's he's it takes him so long and he's uh, he's like setting the trap so he's opening it up so it'll be ready <laughs> so to go. So large. I was laughing 
from the start of that scene <laughs> until the end of the scene. And he goes, he goes, Rimshot, I tell you, you're a cute dog, but you are one ugly kid. <laughs> and yeah. then he's like, bring me the stick. Rimshot, hey, I'm sorry about that ugly kid thing. And then you just hear the <laughs> trap close. But you don't see anything. I was laughing from the start of it till the end. I just thought, this is just dumb slapstick. <laughs> totally. Like, perfection. Rimshot drives a car. <laughs> he was not just driving it. He was jumping in the floor and hitting the gas and yeah. then jumping up, changing the gears, putting it in reverse. He drove that it. That fucking dog was amazing. <laughs> he was brilliant. I love that dog. Um, I liked a lot of the little oddball bit players. You know, the stuff with the, the little boy and the little girl was so achingly cute, but it was just bad. In the like, it really was. Oh, totally. It was bad, but it was Absolutely. so cute and innocent and pure that I, I couldn't, I couldn't really be upset about it or judge it too harshly. I just let it happen, and I was like, "This is so sweet," and I'm sure these kids have like the best memories of their time on set. <laughs> so I don't know. I watch this the way you go to an elementary school and watch them do a performance. And you just love all the kids, and it's not great, but it's just so sweet. Oh, you mean you like you go to it and you wait until your kid does his thing, and then you slip out without the other parents seeing you. Hopefully, that's the way bad parents do it. But that's the way I did it. So, so so they release this evil creature on Halloween. It's much scarier than it has any right to be, and it's gross. There, it's disgusting, and it has two noses, which was a bad choice from a design. Well, point, it has like it testicle nose. Well, it, but it, that's what I mean. It's weird. Like it should have just had one nose because it always looked weird. Maybe that's the point. But so I did read at one point in time it was supposed to be based off of Ernest's face, just like oh, scarier. Really? But also, um, the guys that did Killer Clowns did the Chiodo Brothers. The Chiodo Brothers. Oh, I didn't even realize they were responsible. So there was like seventeen trolls that were created. Yeah. And a lot of them were based off of those, and and then oh, they were just like, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense because I actually thought they were it's pretty well impressive. done. Yeah. And the oh. yeah, the animatronics are are nicely done. The, I, I was not as crazy about the look, the design, but the animatronic aspect of it, the movement, mm-hmm. and the textural stuff is all great. And like the swirly, spinny effect of like when the kids are getting turned into uh, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, the wooden figures is exactly the same effect they use in Killer Clowns. Okay. Yeah. So. And then all of that, like, rotoscoping. Like, I love the uh, little ghosts that are, like, swirling oh, yeah. around. It was just so cute and well, silly. The, they would show those close-ups of the, like, sacks growing on the tree. Yeah, those tree mm-hmm. balls. And they were, like, the, like, slime was, like, crawling around it. And I was like, these are very good, like, mm-hmm. mechanical, practical effects. Like, this is shockingly good for this movie which had to have a nothing budget yeah, yeah and so these kids and Ernest built a haunted house in a tree and then it got spookier right. and spookier and um well, that whole thing where the, the 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 bad the mayor's kids are like <laughs> bullying him and so they come to take over the tree fort and they have to fight him off yeah I just fucking that was such a our gang sort of like thing and I just I don't know it was so charming I think if my head was in a different space I might have not been so taken by it but Uh I really went into it Julie I'll be honest again your movie choices (laughs) had me expecting the worst and I think that helped in both because Uh I really was like I love Jim Varney and not super excited about watching this movie but I will and I'm going to have open mind 
Well, thank you. I really fucking liked it. Oh, that makes I me really happy. I really fucking liked it. Um, yeah, I'm not going to immediately go watch Ernest um, Goes no. to Camp or whatever, any of the others, but it, you know, it confirmed my love for Jim Barney. And so, it, it's a good movie. It's scary. It has, like, I mean, the. Um, so they converted, like, an old shoe factory. It was a, like, huge, like, 100 square foot mm-hmm. place um, into the forest. Oh, really? And, that was inside? And that was inside, but it was so spooky. It was, wow. like, encapsulated by vines and, yeah. like, all of the things. And I had no idea that was an interior. I mean, you could tell it was, like, the trees weren't real, necessarily, but yeah. it's still... That's an impressive thing. To Absolutely. Yeah. And they went to... Um, it it's was not quite on, Dagobah. It was on location no. at or an estate. Legend. <laughs> right. Old Lady Hackamore, they had an estate, and like she had some like voodoo house that was so spooky yeah, was and cool. cool, and had like steampunk. I love and... that big can opener when she was trying to get him out of that yeah. 50 gallon drum. I laughed so hard when I saw that fucking thing. And just him... <laughs> Hopping up on the front porch and falling like three or four times back out, rolling across the yard. I laughed every single time. They were so magical together. They were really it was great. Nice. And and she, Eartha Kit, brought it. She, she did not so even high. act was, like she was in like a B level movie. She brought it like mm-hmm. took it to an eleven. Yep. She was all in for sure. Uh huh. Oh, and I loved I mean, that about her. I know, how old was she when this was made? I wonder. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. She still she still looked great. Had all sorts of energy. Was just oh, doing hundred yeah, percent. Um, I, I I don't know this, uh, Julie. You're right. It is it is a really. I, I actually thought it was pretty well shot. Uh huh. There were some really nice things, but but to me, it's more about the sort of. In my opinion, again, because mm-hmm. I know Mike is rolling his eyes, but like in my opinion, it was really well timed really well paced Uh there wasn't a lot of dragging and there was all that kid stuff i mean this was not a movie that was for me i think i ended up enjoying it but Uh it's not for me it was for you when you watched it as a kid as a kid um and so it had all that little stuff with like the kid talking to his parents his parents not believing him Come on, it's true, Dad. Yeah. And Ernest being a big grown up kid and also being stuck in that place where he's like no, y'all, I got him. I got the troll. He's outside. <laughs> and and nobody believe in him. Mm-hmm. The only friend he has is, is Rimshot and that little kid. And nobody's believing him. And they just they just want to save the town. I, I thought it was just so charming. It was. And then when they figure out, like, milk is the key. and exactly. And they, like, break into the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And they're riding their bicycles. And they're like, you can't do this. And the right. kids are like, this is important. And they knock him into the cans <laughs> and, and it's all like that. the stuff where they're just like, you know, taking everything off, so like awesome. putting it in their bikes. and. So the, that brand of dairy, the Purity brand, uh-huh. that was one of the original commercials. Ah, cool. That, that Ernest's character did was for these Purity dairies. So that was oh, a real awesome. dairy. I know that like <laughs> that was the commercials that I initially remember him doing was like and and even then i became aware of like that it was he was doing this shit all over the country right they would film but like, it was largely for dairy manufacturers right they, they, would, they film would be the around same, cows they would film yeah. the same commercial and it would be try this sweet acidophilus or this blah 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 whatever milk and uh, i'm trying to remember the what was i can't remember the one that was our sort of local right thing well yours was probably not the one i watched it very well, yeah, very well could have been different. 
but yeah, it's like the lawyer commercials where it's like, yes. call this number uh, today. Balkan and, and Doran. And they just do a different lawyer and just oh. sell it around the country. Okay. But a lot of a lot of ads are done that way. Do you um, have legal problems? Call Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. Exactly. <laughs> On the Hurt Line today. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the Hurt Locker. So, so yeah, so there's... Um, there's like, like very overwrought, very childish, like drama and stuff. But like uh-huh. when that little girl kisses that little boy to thank him, and runs off, and he's just like, <gasps> and at first I thought the little boy was the main dude from Monster Squad. Oh yeah, they do. Like they him. do favor each other. Um, I see that. But wait, obviously, what? Because I think you know, they just. He would have been much, much older if it was that guy. But yeah, it's funny. But as we were watching this last night, Dylan actually said, "Couldn't we have watched Monster Squad instead of this one?" <laughs> he actually referenced that as yeah. damn. Yeah, and it's there. Well, one is a movie for older kids, right? And one is a movie for little okay. kids. Yeah, Monster or, Squad is fantastic. Yeah, actually, I just did um, a double feature myself with Monster Squad and Meet Frankenstein. Very nice. And it was such a fun combo. Which and Frankenstein? Meet. It was with um, uh, Costello and Abbott. Oh, Costello. oh Abbott and yeah, Costello yeah. meet Frankenstein. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. I, I, I liked this movie. I liked basically everything about this movie. And, oh, okay. So I do need to say that. I mean, it's not a great movie. Don't get me it's, wrong, no. but I really enjoyed it. But it's lovable and hilarious. Yes. And it's and innocent and pure. Absolutely. But there are scary moments in um, that monster under the bed scene. And there are, in both yes. of these movies, a very scary under the bed moment. But we'll we'll get to the other yeah. one in the future. I but remember it in the other one. I remember it in this one. Oh, I do I remember don't. it in the other one. When she went I do remember it in the monster oh, was in that's the bed. That's still terrible. I do remember me. it in the other one. And I, I am, in our second film. Yeah, I am a grown ass adult, and I still check under my bed when I come home. Just like do a little like look down, just to see. My bed goes almost movie. all the way to the floor, so man, it's gonna be tough to get under there. Well, and if you're under there, you can't get out super easy unless you're like the paper man or something. Man, oh, Slender Man's under there. Dude, oh, we might be. I always check my shoes as well for like, for like spiders. spiders, like arachnophobia. <laughs> That's reasonable. Like, is there any other weird stuff that you guys do that with? That like because you saw it in a movie and you're like, man, that could happen to me. I think about the spider thing, like in the shoes, not as much because of arachnophobia, but because of someone that that we worked with who actually had like got out of bed and put his slippers on and a brown recluse had gotten in his bedroom. Who shoe. did that? Uh, Dennis Scott. Fuck, really? That really yeah, rude dog. Yeah, yeah, because wow, his yeah. foot was fucked up for a long time like a big you know how like the spider bites the shit just starts to die yeah Ew. so like it just dies and eats a bigger and bigger hole and he came to work for a long time it's with necrotic like i'm sorry it's necrotic necrotic did you look at it you look at it sometimes You'd like oh no i don't want to <laughs> what, what did it smell like Mike? i don't well, kind of like uh <laughs> like bad is it it's either bad cheese or, or it's either good cheese or bad meat you remember that? <laughs> yes. What is yeah. that from? I do remember that. I don't. I don't. Something. It's just something smells like. It's. It's like. What's that spell? It's either bad meat or good cheese. I don't remember. <laughs> it's, it's funny. I'm sure Google could tell me, but I'm not gonna look. Oh my god. Well, 
Yeah, this troll was was scary. He had that voice changer like T two thing as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget you that, Mike. Come on. One more, <laughs> then my children will be alive. <laughs> oh, when he's like that, like under the drain. <laughs> oh, the yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's so when the- they should have had Ernest go. I'm sorry. What? When the troll's talking, he's like, <laughs> kept calling him booger lips. <laughs> yes, I laughed every time. I Eat a him bumper sandwich. <laughs> that shit where he where they're fighting on the truck, and he's like, "You didn't know I was a master of like clipper foo or whatever." And he's got those clippers, and, oh. and he breaks them in half, and then he's got the handles like nunchucks, and he's swooping around. Yeah, when he and, and then, then he, he hits, hits himself, <laughs> man, I fucking. I laugh my ass off. Wait, it's like, I know jujitsu, kung fu, karate, tai chi, and I saw Hulkamania three times, <laughs> once in slow-mo. <laughs> that like, makes me it's die so every funny. time. So you know, when he's, that, he's got the work. car jacked up, and the mayor's driving away, and the yes. jack flies out. Yeah. Did you take note that like the rear window of the car shattered about... A second before the yes. jack actually hit it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, so they clearly they, couldn't afford to they just do that one again. <laughs> Looks Good great. Enough. Next setup. <laughs> we don't have, we're wasting light. Let's right. Go. Yeah. He's like, somebody with a runny nose is going to die. <laughs> the, all that, that shit where they're doing the attack, and he's like the British, like World War One or World oh, War Two, yeah. Right. Fighter pilot. Well, it's we like, must uh, go in there. Cabbage we crates were, on the briny. It was exactly that. <laughs> I just fucking, I laughed so much. I, you know what? That might be my problem. I was not well, getting his banter at all. That was probably it. Uh, Did yeah, you like it at all, Mike? Yeah. There were I things. Like, so tell us the yeah, things you Yeah, like. what do you got? <laughs> it's not, guys. What I mean, were your positives? That's fair. Uh, I thought that the, again, the animatronic stuff, the Chiodo brothers, but they're yeah. so reliable. Mm-hmm. And they're so, the reason you were talking about them having like no money, the Chiodo brothers seemingly were always the guys that you could do that. Like if you had like just the bare minimum of a budget mm-hmm. and you needed some reasonably impressive effects, you could go and hire these guys and they would deliver. Because I mean, if you look right. at like, critters which we just watched critters a year or so ago and man it it really holds up yeah didn't they do lost boy stuff as well uh i don't know if they did the lost boys uh there's a connection between the lost boys and the next movie we're going to talk about though uh, the makeup artist one of the makeup okay. artists uh <gasps> but like one of the guys that worked on this on Ernest also was a guy named bart mixon and he's been around and started on just like absolute zero budget stuff. So he was a mm-hmm. they they chose well as far as like technical stuff. Cool. They did, and I, again, finding out that all of that forest stuff was like a set, like it was all interiors. That's impressive to me because I I did not know. Yeah, and they they had those like sound effects that were kind of like Sam Raimi, like. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was fun. I, I, yeah, I, I thought it was great. Did you <laughs> laugh at any of it, Mike? Like as it was intended? You know, I don't. I don't know, man. Uh, and, and I'm that's not trying fair. to be. I'm not trying no, to that's be fair. like a, a buzz. You're allowed to not like it. That's okay. Um, I like that you appreciated the animatronics and and that's. I think that's the reason to watch it. It's cool. 
Yeah. Like, just at least how it looks. And you have this, like, slimy-ass monster with this, like, hurricane-force breath that's, like, yeah. getting rowdy. And, hey, you saw it once, you know? That's awesome. I, I, I think it's just one of those. You really have to, or I really had to be in the right mindset. Oh, absolutely. If I had not been in exactly the mindset I was in, which was no, not altered in any way. Not yeah. augmented. I, no. I just, I just, I think I just entered it properly and it mm-hmm. hit me the w- way it should have hit me. I really, I think, I kind of wish that I had watched the movies in reversed order from how we watched them. Mm-hmm. Because oh, we, did, yeah. we did watch the other one first. And I think that. And I yep. knew there was that it Very was different. but and I knew it was apples and oranges. I knew yeah. that I, I was not like I was going into it thinking, oh, that was really good. This next movie should be basically equally good. I I knew what I was in for. I mean, it's not like <laughs> you know, the, and I did it the opposite way. It's like um, it's like saving dessert for last is what mm-hmm. I did. I was like, I'm going to get this earnest out of the way. I was totally thinking, let's just grind through this, and then I'll save the good one the possibly good one, which I still wasn't looking forward to for second. And when when I went into it, I was just like, let's just get this over with and had such low expectations, but again, an open mind and it just hit me the right way. Yeah. And we'll see, we watched the, uh, I we keep saying the other movie. It's like, it's top secret. (laughs) We watched idle hands Friday night because the kids got home from work and Dylan and I were going to watch one of the podcast movies. And right. Zoe rarely will be engaged in any of the stuff we watch. She just said not, Seth Green. I, that is exactly what I said. I said this yeah. movie has Seth Green, and she kind of went, "Hell yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, nice! Okay, yeah. Well, maybe I'll watch that." And then she does. Respect. It. God, yeah. I love Seth Green. Let's. He's, he's reliable, and I think he's probably a good dude. I've I think had he the seemed biggest like a good dude. crush on him since Airborne. Yeah. And and uh, the, the cold medication? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what airborne is. It is so good. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and then also, um, he was in Can't Hardly Wait. Oh yeah, oh, I have some aware of that, that but yeah. I've never seen it. I think I have seen that. So yeah, airborne. I I think I already said this, but I went to the, like the all of the filming locations and wow. like when they were oh, like wow. where they were skating in Cincinnati it was like my last stint in Ohio and I was like I you know there are certain things that I need to do right. these are my bucket list items and that was the last one that I had done yet so but yeah I trekked around and just I don't know I had the biggest I always wanted to date him as a kid it's so cheesy. I think Zoe still still does. Yeah. I just think the stuff he's done since then, like Robot Chicken and yes, you know, video game voices and stuff like that. I think that's where I'm like, okay, this dude took his power and did something really cool in there. <laughs> Used his like, power for like, good, like Will Wheaton did after yeah. you know Stand by Me and Star Trek, where he then for did sure. the the board gaming podcasts and started all that stuff up, and it's just been nothing but cool. The scenes in the Austin Powers movies between Dr. Evil and Scott right. yeah. are some of the funniest bits in those movies, I think. What's, what's the thing? Is, is it Zip It? What's the thing he says where he goes, <laughs> That's true. Right. What, is he, what yeah. does he say? Oh, sh- fuck. <laughs> what is that? He just keeps like... <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's doing that. because he's it's going like, like Zip It. Is yeah, like, just give like, me a gun. Right. Don't tell him you're a whole... St- 
like plan. Just let's just give me a gun. I'll just shoot him in the head and we'll get all it that over stuff with. Is great. The shark, the freaking sharks with laser beams. And all <laughs> That's right. That's all I wanted for Christmas was some freaking sharks. With freaking I don't think those movies are as funny as Ernest Scared Stupid, though. Wait, the Austin Powers? Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I'm Never not seen the them? biggest fan. Well, I'll tell you, I just rewatched them and as big a fan as I am of Mike Myers, I don't think they're that great. Yeah. Um, and I think there's funny stuff in them. One of my favorite things is when Tom Arnold is cheering him on thinking he's trying to pass a big turd. That's right. Just kills me. Dude is number you two know what I'm talking about. Uh, no. There's a thing where Austin Powers is in a restroom in, on a toilet and he's being, somebody's trying to assassinate him. Okay. And, uh, right? Isn't it? Yes. No, he's, is somebody it him is, or is it somebody else? No, somebody is trying to, like, slips into the stall next, like, next to Tom so Arnold. Tom Austin Arnold's Powers is in there. On and, the toilet. And he hears, is it, but is it Austin Powers who's being choked? Or he is, is he else? gets attacked and then he turns the assailant upside down and it's like giving him a swirly. And the bad guy is um, Mr. Natalie Wood. Uh, yeah, Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner who is called number two in the movie because he's Dr. Evil's assistant, and he is swirly in the guy, and he's going, who does number two work for? <laughs> and, and Tom Arnold is going, that's right, buddy. You tell that turd who's small. I'm out of courtesy flush. Because <laughs> you just hear it struggling. You hear, uh, 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 and you hear like, <laughs> he goes, hey, buddy, you all right? We're there. <laughs> like the swooshing water sound. And it's really funny. Yeah. I'm really blowing out the levels. It's got a scatological dude there. So now we're going to move on to our second movie, which Julie also chose. Julie, what's the name of our second movie? Idle Hands from 1999. So what brings you to bowling? <laughs> you don't want to know. No, seriously. I'm interested. Really? Yeah. Okay. Here it goes. I come from a long line of Druidic priestesses sworn to fight a certain evil force that possesses the laziest fuck-up it can find. It will kill as many people as possible and then drag a free soul into the netherworld. That's some weighty shit there. Yeah. Here's the kicker. I actually have the one thing that can stop this from happening. I just need to find the poor bastard whose hand is possessed. Weird. Hey, earlier today, this guy Anton, he told me that his hand was doing stuff that he didn't want it to do. Don't you fuck with me, mister. He's up there, kitten. I'm telling you the truth. This guy was freaked. Show me where he lives. So Idle Hands is an excellent horror comedy about an angry, severed hand and some really fantastic stoner slacker friends. And... When I was a kid and saw this in the theater, I just thought it was the greatest movie in the world. And and there are so many things in this movie that still I laugh and and I watch this twice a year. I watch oh, it. Oh really? I watch oh, wow. it for four twenty, and I watch it for. <laughs> I always pair it with How High. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the one with Red Man and Method Man. Method Man. Okay. And uh, going to college. Okay. And I've um, seen that one, but I've I have seen the box either. a million times. Oh, it has my heart with okay. this movie. And Halloween, because it's a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. And it has spectacular... Yeah, at Halloween, which was your whole point. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it was filmed in the same neighborhood as Halloween. 
Oh, really? Yeah. In L.A.? In, like, Pasadena. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. I did not... Which is a fun fact, you know? This is mm-hmm. kind of, like, right down the street. It's, like, everyday America, you know, in California. But there are some fantastic death scenes in this movie. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of good shit just full stop in the, this movie. I mean, it's, this was good. I was spe- shocked at how good this was. The yeah. spectacular, or um, the special effects were spectacular <clears throat> in this mm-hmm. movie. Um, this movie was made by people who love movies. It has witty writing. Mm-hmm. Energy mm-hmm. is what I would say, too. I mean, there was just so much going on, and it was just so... Devin Sawa, who I am not really aware of, uh-huh. he was killed it in this movie. What TV show was he like? So on? he was Casper. He was in the movie Casper with Christina Ricci. I don't know if your daughter really? ever watched that. Yeah, I had a huge crush on him. But, oh. but you wouldn't have seen him because it was CGI for the most part. But he did the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Um, he did Wild America, with JTT. Loved that one. Had the clamshell as a kid. Okay. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I don't know what that is. But, but it's well, final, final Destination. Yes, he was in those movies. that's probably the genre thing. He's right? Okay. I, I um, knew the name. I'd heard the Little name. Little Giants. Yeah, no, yeah. But, Ugh, but I was not really aware of him. my first crush. At all. And I was like, who is this? Who's this dude? And then so I look at him, I'm like, oh, that's who Devin Sawa is. And then I just, but I was just in awe of his performance. He really, Me too. I, his physical comedy was yep. incredible because he's supposed to be this like stoner slacker sloth right. guy and then he's like making these crazy movements with yes. his hand and so energetic. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really took this movie. He was his reactions to like mm-hmm. his zombie friends and stuff and but but literally that physical stuff, it, you know, Mike, obviously the the sort of uptight sort of way to talk about it is to compare it to uh, all of me with Steve Oh, Martin that's true. Yeah. Tomlin, where Little, where Steve Martin is having to act like his body is being controlled by somebody else. And that is, like, maybe the ultimate example exactly. of that. But it I is, would say this is right in line with it as far for sure, as, like, that an and, effective portrayal. And the stuff in Evil Dead 2 with Ash when his hand is possessed. There's yeah. very much that same kind of thing where it's like the hand is doing all this stuff while it's still attached to his body and it's breaking plates over his head and mm-hmm. flipping him and all that stuff. So it's, this was you know, it's really effective. And, and we need to and, talk about uh, Seth Green and Eldon Henson. Huh? Yeah, their chemistry is amazing. They're great. So that dude, Eldon Henson, he plays Foggy in the Daredevil show on Netflix. Okay. And that's really all I knew him from. And I, so when it, this started, I was like, who is that guy? He looks uh-huh. so familiar. And then when I looked him up and realized it was Foggy, I was like, Oh, that's that motherfucker. Okay. Looked exactly the same as he does in Daredevil. But he's so amazing in Daredevil. Mm-hmm. He's just great and like very likable and very funny, but also like really good, like a good actor. But he is killing it. He I really think. is. It's so is. like low key, funny, just I don't know. Like just, just, just yeah. cool, Star-key. sardonic kind mm-hmm. of the entire like, time, him and, and Seth Green just, like, riff off each other so yes. perfectly with, like, those different lines. Um, that shit where he eats that burrito and it squirts out his neck. It's oozing out of his <laughs> neck wound, which is I, so amazing. I was just in... I was really impressed with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and he's one. just, oh, hey, let me let me fix that for you. Yeah. yeah well, the whole thing where he reattached the head with a fucking, <sighs> like a, uh, like a carving fork or something. or something, wasn't it? 
It a, I thought it was like a broom handle they shoved down in there. Okay, I thought it was like a, a kitchen implement of some kind. Because it was he, long. They shoved the handle down in the stump and then like, whack. And then, yeah, then used duct tape to go around it, which yeah, is so yeah. great. I think of that man. scene almost every time I, I use duct tape. <laughs> really, really funny. <laughs> it's so, funny, but the thing is, it's also, it was nasty. Like so when know, he's eating oh, that burrito and like the fucking beans that look just basically like shit Birds, are falling yeah. out of his neck well and he's kind of choking trying to <laughs> get it down and it's just like wow that's good but that's so, the <clears throat> power of, of weed compels you because you you gotta eat i mean yes. he was he had to feed well, the munchies well and they had to let the hand out of the microwave in order to <laughs> heat the thing up <laughs> and i thought that was when it goes just like shooting through the window yeah oh that was awesome yeah that was oh, so the, great. That the, the the special effects of that, this when the, the hand is in effects? the micro, and when it's in the yeah. microwave and it's moving and like bursting and burning and stuff, just they, really cool. They nuke that hand and it just gets uglier and uglier over time, mm-hmm. and then it starts like sharpening the pencils and it gets like yeah, scarier. Yeah, when it's sharpening its fingers. <gasps> yes. Like yeah. Yeah. Oh God. So, the, so there's, we, a, there's I'm a sorry. Term, there's a term in like filmmaking in media rest, which is like starting in the middle of the story. Mm-hmm. And this does a little bit of that because he's basically already possessed when the movie starts. Yeah, they you're don't right. really get into like how it is, and it ultimately doesn't matter. He just his hand is just possessed. And he's this lazy stoner guy, and he's like hanging out in his house. So of course, his first two kills are his parents. Right. You know, but I loved when uh, Mick and uh, Nub. Okay. Uh, you know, they I like didn't even show know that was their names. That, yeah, that was their names, and they show up. And uh, they don't even notice right. that, like, the parents oh, are dead. This is my favorite like, video. There's like a, yeah, exactly. There's like this <laughs> rap video on, and it's yes. a lot of titties in it. They're like, oh, shit. They like I didn't think they could even they, show this anymore. I think they step over the dead parents to like they're go like, in and watch the I TV. Think so. Yeah, like right next to them, yeah. like, and they're dancing. Yeah, and it's like dead parents are not funny, but they just made that hilarious. I think it really establishes that tone right uh-huh. off the bat where he does sort of halfway say nice things about his dead parents, but it's not really like, oh, this is this movie is not going to treat this realistically at all. This is just going to be funny. Let's just go with it. Mm-hmm. The whole, and dude, could Jessica Alba be any hotter? Mm-mm. No, not at all. I mean, she is mm-hmm. so hot. Perfect, it's ridiculous. Basically. Uh, fun- I was in awe of it. Fun fact, apparently she was such an incredible screamer yeah. that they, in post-production, took her screams and added it to other actresses who were less talented screamers <laughs> because the, really? she was just a sp- spectacular screamer. She was great. I, there were so many. Every, I think almost everybody was likable in the movie mm-hmm. and like you cared if they were going to die. Even that girl in the red in the... Oh, yeah, Tanya. Thing. I felt bad for her. I didn't want her to die. She was freaking out. It was all that stuff. And I was like, oh, this is this is a bummer. I don't know. I just thought it was really effective. Like in The two way. cops. They oh. were so funny. Well, that, that is like... Super funny to me. One of my favorite scenes ever is because they're just sitting on the sofa getting high and and like one of the dudes like with his head chopped off right. is smoking and it's just blowing out. And then uh, White Zombies Dragula is just yes. like, and all of a sudden he just like 
you know, stabs one of the cops in the face, electrocutes the other one with a taser, and it's like, you know, like, dig through the ditches and burn through the witches. <laughs> it's just like electrocutions. It's so cool. I, I really didn't have any idea what the movie was going to be about. I, I think when I looked it up and saw, because I was seeing who the director was, and I saw where it said stoner comedy, and I was like, this has got weed and stuff in it? I yeah. was like, I didn't even know anything about it. I mean, so I yeah. was really impressed. They're, they're just like, give me weed for strength, you know? Like, give me that spinach. <laughs> That's <right>. like, <laughs> yeah, spinach, but, yo. And it's just so funny, like, you know, like, going back to the kitchen scene where, you know, because that it's at first he realizes that his hand is possessed, right. but he has to chop it off. And, and he can't. And, yeah, and they're just sitting there. They have the bagel guillotine, and it's like that won't even cut my bagels. <laughs> and then you know Seth Green like pops over with the um, electric uh, right thing, and he's just like, "Look at me, I'm Leatherface," you know, like, and they're <laughs> yeah. just like bouncing back and forth. And... But they're dead at this point, right? Yeah, they're totally yeah, they're dead. dead yeah. yeah, he buried them. They popped back. Yeah. They were like that. Attached the head. Yeah, those stairs were too far. We didn't want to go into the light. They were singing like Enya and shit. That shit where he goes over <laughs> to see Jessica Alba and the hand like grabs her ass. Oh yeah, yes. she's okay with it. And then yeah. and then she like he, he ties it up and she's yeah. like kinky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna laugh at that. All of that stuff where he's like in his underwear. And his, like, mom's slippers walking over to his friend's house to get some weed. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. And then also, like, when he's smooching Jessica Alba mm-hmm. on the, like, and uh, doing all of those things, he has blood just all over him. He's all like, over. yeah, you know, I'm looking for my cat. We got in a fight. <laughs> oh, and there is the thing where he drop kicks the cat or oh. throws it. No, he's Dude. whipping it around and throws it. Yeah. That- made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Zoe was watching it. She was like, oh my God, he's not going to kill the cat. <laughs> and then he just, boom, I immediately thought about the cat that flies. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, I fling her. I fling her. Yeah, wait, is that cat dead? Because I didn't put that on my death list. They never I show the cat come back. I wasn't confirmed. I'm assuming the cat made it. Yeah, okay. they never show it come back. <laughs> another, another John Cleese thing is, uh, hooray, the cat lives. <laughs> the cat came back. You remember that, Mike? The cat came back. It was an animated thing where the guy kept trying to get rid of this fucking cat that would just shred his drapes. No. It like won a bunch of awards and stuff. It's on YouTube. The cat came oh. back. You need to watch it. It's got this, oh, the cat came back. He just couldn't kill it. The cat came back. And it's it's very funny. I'll tell you somebody in this that made me laugh a lot, too, was the Jack Noseworthy character, the prick. Dude, God this, damn, he's good in this. And he's he was like really funny. 15th or something on the credits. And I was like, how is Jack Noseworthy so low on this? Wait, who? The guy with the monster truck. The big Ford truck. Oh, yeah, guy. yeah. He's so good. And he's great at everything. He's always <laughs> he, he really is. I he's, just always call him a, like Quiet Riot because he yeah. has that shirt. Yeah. yeah. Well, they play that Quiet Riot song a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that what is was great. His I'm trying to think. Randy, when, he was when they, Randy. When they go to the fast food place and he breaks in and goes, hey man, you know about devil stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, motherfucker. Yeah, they go to like the burger jungle to burger like talk jungle. about burger demons jungle, and shit. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. This was a very successful little piece of nothing, but I really enjoyed it. And the special effects. Oh, so good. Were goddamn amazing. And like clearly some early digital stuff, right, Mike? Yeah, there's early digital, but it's done... But it's done well. It's done the way the best use of digital mm-hmm. is, which is to augment 
practical, practical. Mm-hmm. and yeah. that's like that's something uh, slightly off topic but after watching slither last night there's some clearly digital stuff in it but it is always just to sort of link two pieces of practical effects together mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's just the perfect it's like not erasing you know uh wires or anything for wire work but like where you can't make a tentacle move a certain way practically so you have that digital but like all of the stuff that the actor's wearing is practical right. yeah and it was that was this stuff and you mentioned earlier the lost boys that greg canham who worked on this was also part of the crew on the lost boys cool but greg canham was also part of the crew on american werewolf in london and like studied with you know like was one of a protege of rick baker's and you know, it was around Rob Botin, so his pedigree is pretty mighty. It's clear yeah. too from the work he did in this. Yeah, yeah, it's all and like the 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 texturing of of Nub and and Seth Green as the yeah apparently time goes on in makeup for like three and a half hours. You know, yeah, like that's it. a long time. It's really effective stuff. And um, Eldon Henson, he mm-hmm. was saying that he was like in every different angle. Mm-hmm. And like he just kept on like kind of like being behind the set or being like shoved in this cabinet or mm-hmm. you know something kooky because you do have those like head scenes where he would oh, have yeah, a body yeah. be like a body double be in his body and then you know be under a cabinet with his head or in the uh, he had to be like in that sofa mm-hmm. or exactly. inside the chair with his head mm-hmm. coming through a, a hole and then like just a neck appliance to sort of extend the but, neck it's like such an old school almost stage play kind of technique but it oh, yes. it's worked so perfectly because well, part of that it's, was his performance too like he really 100%. didn't he did not move more than a severed head could move which is his right. jaw moved his eyes moved but he didn't do like a he wasn't bouncing around or turning which, his head or anything which people mm-hmm. almost invariably do Always. and even like and even movies that i love uh, David Gale in Reanimator moves his head way too much. Mm-hmm. Any is too much. Yes, it really and should so, be like he did in this movie. Where it's yeah, Doctor Hill could it. take a lesson from Nub. Yeah, it's a good movie. It really it is. is. It's a get, damn good movie. We get to hear that band, um, Offspring. Yeah, Offspring. Yes. Oh, okay. So honestly, I think the only thing that would have made this movie better yeah. is if they had the Ramones actually play and like do yeah. "I Want to Be Sedated." Yeah. That would have yes. been so fucking. Cool. I thought they did a pretty good cover. I, they did I agree. do a good cover, and that scalping was fantastic. Was <laughs> and it was cool that they let the dude be part of that. In Absolutely. That yeah. And like the uh, the other music thing is like one of the guys that works at Burger Jungle, who's the the drive through window guy, is somebody from the band Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, really? So they really were kind of keying into popular culture of the of the time, like bands yeah. that were sort of significant at the time. There but was great nineties music in it. When we yeah a lot yeah, a lot of good solid. Music, yeah, the soundtrack was awesome. When we were watching it, and like the dude, his name is Noodles, is the guy that's the guitarist for Offspring, mm-hmm. and uh, it didn't even strike me until Zoe said it, and she was like, "When did Gaffietti join a band?" And he had like <laughs> this sort of, like he kind of had like spiky blonde hair and the goatee uh-huh. and stuff, yeah. and it was it was like a healthy young guy fietti <laughs> that's okay. smash mouth <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly that's guy fietti 
Yeah, ironically, they hang out. So oh, you yeah. like this one, Mike? Yes, absolutely. I was oh, awesome. enjoyed the shit out well, of this. Dude, the kills were great. Oh, that kill in the car where the girl and there's the extra hand when they're like hooking up. Yes. And then all of a sudden she's like, my makeup is melting, you know? Oh, yeah. and That's right. Cause they were both dressed as like, it was like he was Gene Simmons and she was Paul Stanley. Right. Uh huh. And yeah, he just gets splattered on that window. Yes. Oh, and the principal, he gets his I wiener pulled off that Timothy you don't Stack. see, right? I thought that was great. I thought it was cool. There was used to be a show on... Howard Stern was one of the producers of it, but it was called... Um, what was it, Mike? It was something where he was uh, like a lifeguard. It was a parody of Baywatch. Yes. Uh, shit. What uh, was that? But anyway... Hard, hard Bodies or... No, no. Oh, Son, of the, Son, Son of the of Beach. Son of the Beach. Right. Yeah. And they were in like... Um, Malibu adjacent, I think, was the town they were in. Yeah. And anyway, it was a parody of Baywatch with that guy that was the principal, uh-huh. and he was just a complete skeevy perv in the whole thing. And, and a and a moron. <laughs> and a moron. It was so funny. And his name's <laughs> Timothy Stack, I think, right? Yeah. Anyway, he's so funny. So when I saw him pop up, I was like, awesome. And that that, that he's doing the thing, trying to get him to take his credit card so he can have <laughs> a fun right. sex thing. I was like, this is basically right in his wheelhouse it was pretty great i love that well, he's then, like i can feel you touching me yeah <laughs> and it's like Whoa. like you're not gonna feel a hand crawling up your leg but then when it like just crunches his dick like it was like man ah. so a couple things uh too i just want to point out about this movie mm-hmm. um this ending was not the original ending they oh, tested it to okay. audiences, and they didn't think that it, it was good enough. But originally, they were going to have it go to hell, and um, or the, the kids go to hell and freeze it over. Mm-hmm. But that was just in the writing stages. And then they decided to switch it up and have it be in a swimming pool, which there is deleted scenes and footage out there that you can find. Okay. Um, and it, they're on top of a diving board, and there's, like, gates of hell open, and it's kind of like Day of the Dead style where there's like the wall with all of the hands in the background. Wow. Um, but it's just really just not with the same tone of the movie. It just right. didn't like connect. So they did the auto shop ending, which is which amazing. Was cool. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah. And it's just handled, fun. Handled it. Get it. And it also got Jessica Alba into her underwear, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't mind that. Absolutely. Yeah, they wanted more no. sex and more drugs. But the crazy like, thing about this movie was that what life is that about. Bong, I don't know. That bong made out of the muffler did, and the tailpipes yeah. and stuff was fucking great. Yes, it was so cool. Yeah, and if that. if you guys did, do you guys do auto shop in high school? I didn't. I was the art nerd. Okay. I took I took just all the. I did do like wood shop, but I took uh-huh. all the art classes. So. I did. And I, I actually did auto had, shop. Cool. And but I did have the shop teacher who was literally missing two fingers. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Absolutely. The classic stereotype. <laughs> I, I, we did, uh, I did woodworking and auto shop, and auto shop, there were always just different things that you could make to smoke weed out of. Valves go down the list. They were so creative. It was amazing. This, this, kind of, this part of the conversation does remind me. You asked me, was there anything that made me laugh? like genuinely mm-hmm. laugh laugh during uh-huh. Ernest Scared Stupid right. and the Star Wars riff in that made me laugh okay, when me he's trapped mean. he's trapped in the back of the dump truck oh, yeah. or the garbage truck and 
rim job up there is closing the gates on him. Rim shot. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. That was not an accident. And uh, he picks up like a muffler and tailpipe assembly and tries to block the yeah. things coming in, yeah. like Han Solo does when they're trapped in the right. the trash compactor. And I was like, oh shit, they're riffing on Star Wars, and I laughed at that. Okay. Nice. So. Yeah. I know that's Man. it's a funny mo- that's a funny moment. I thought it was good the whole yeah. thing, but, but yeah, this but, I, I really was impressed with Idle Hands on almost every level. I think yeah. it was shot well. I think it was really well paced. I thought the acting was universally like really appropriate for what it was. It, None of it was like high level anything, but it was like correct for what the movie was. I so, knew that the I knew that because of just my nerdy obsession with the makeup effects stuff i kind of knew that greg canham and like some of the other people who had been involved with the effects so i had no expectation that the effects wouldn't be really good Mm -hmm. i didn't know to what extent there would be the the amount of makeup effects there would be Mm -hmm. which there's actually more than i thought there would be packed with them it was packed with them but the just the tone that it achieves and the level of Mm -hmm. genuinely funny stuff and I, I'm with you. The acting surprised the shit out of me because it was really just like good. it was so solid. Yeah, that Devin yeah. Sawa guy really, really super impressed me. I hey. had no idea who he was, knew the name. He really impressed me. It's it such a good, good movie. Yeah, um, you know this this movie took. I feel like it was maybe a couple weeks. Um, it was released late by a couple weeks because of Columbine. Oh, really? And so it was supposed to come out for like 420. Yeah. And I was going to go see this in the theaters with my friends. Mm-hmm. And then it's, you know, like all of that erupted. And they were like, well, we don't want to have a kid that murders his parents and right. his friends um, just yet. But all of, I remember like politicians came out. It was like um, McCain and Lieberman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. There's a couple of guys that. We're all coming together and trying to denounce violence in the media. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was did a they big, single this out? It, they did. Uh, I, I remember aw. them specifically calling this out and it taking a couple weeks. And, and Beaver and Butthole, they called that out. They did? Yeah. Dumb. Yeah, uh, the, so we're recording this on October 24th. And this past week was when Alec Baldwin accidentally killed the cinematographer mm. on a movie set. And so, I I got a new computer game, um, Far Cry Six, and was playing it, and uh, it just felt weird, because it's uh, got a very light tone about mass murder, and um, I don't know, it was weird. Like when you get when something like that happens, and it's an accidental sort of that, or even an intentional, you know, gun gun violence, it 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 can color your sort of escapism so like yeah i could see where in the wake of a columbine maybe this movie would have been a not super cool to watch you know i mean i do see it but this is so silly and it's not about like none of the i mean i really i guess in a way the i don't know it just he's not a killer his hand is he was, right. a, but it's still children dying. Possessed, yeah. right. possessed by a demon. Did right. you ever see Elephant Mike? That you movie know, I have not. It's, That's uh, uh, Gus Van Zandt. I believe so. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. good. So, Julie, good job on these two. These were um, on first glance things I was 
admittedly very unexcited about. Um, but as has been the case so many times, once I watched them, I was like, now I get it. So thank you. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you guys watched them and you enjoyed them. And yeah, it's great. Like to me, that's what is awesome about this is there's three people who are somewhat similar, who, but, but, and yet very different in like the corners of this sort of hobby that we sort of in, uh, inhabit that we can bring shit out and either just suggest stuff or, you know, in your case here, recommend two things you're well aware of. But, um, it's like this fun sort of exploration and discovery that we're doing. Yeah. So I thank you agree for more. exposing me to these two. Yeah. I thought I it was fun. I agree. 52% was what <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So basically no, just... idle hands and that one scene and Ernest scared. <laughs> I did the troll. I liked the troll. Okay. You liked when uh, he smooched the troll. You like that body horror? Oh yeah, that was really like gross. Your, uh, <laughs> that was really gross because all that was nasty. Was, like, out between them. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. you know, methyl cellulose. It's <laughs> like, no, thank you. Oh man. So, um, who wants to go first on what else they've been watching? I will. Okay. Um, okay, guys, I'm sorry. I watched *Malignant*. Okay. I did not like it at all. At all. No, I mean, I thought it was entertaining. Um, that's that's surprising to I, me because it was a dumb, fun movie, and I thought you would like it. Yeah, I just, you know, um, I I liked that weird '70s jail fight scene. I thought the choreography was oh, amazing. Was awesome. yeah. Um, I yeah, thought the that Kung was Fu great. Shit was badass. The chases, the fights, like that stuff was cool. But the, um, but the story. That, I mean, that sort of arc kind of didn't work for you. Could this be a ninety-minute movie? Like that would be great. Wasn't it? I it felt wasn't like it much. Was so long. Really? Am I wrong? See, uh, to me, it was, I was no Ernest scared stupid. <laughs> I know, Ooh, right? No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Again, the Snyder cut. When we uh, when we were watching it, like to me, it was like it reached a point, and it as in my it's been you know a month since I watched Malignant, but like it just reached that point where it was like okay anything might happen. Yeah. And there's like a freedom to that in watching a movie when you realize that like all bets are off Mm -hmm. and then it's like, okay, then I get sort of, there's a part of me that gets excited because some crazy shit is almost invariably going to happen. So I really, I dig that. I mean, I thought it was a cool idea. Um, I could not stand all of the CGI. Like, the sets were annoying to me. They were too big. But then also, I can't get over that. I'm sorry. That's but so but the okay, thing Dylan. is, is it the... I, I wish that the um, creature yeah. was not CGI. It was CGI'd to hell. And I just wish that there were more special effects and less CGI in general. See, I didn't even... I know there's moments where it's CGI, but I didn't think it was all... See, I thought there was a lot of like physical stuff, especially with so, the fighting and things. The physical stuff was amazing, mm-hmm. and that was a contortionist. Yes, um, yeah, you know, and you can actually go online and find them. Did you listen to the "How Did This Get Made"? No, definitely check those out. Okay, and since they've done it, they did a mini episode where they kind of do fan reaction to oh, their cool. show about *Malignant*. So there's two shows that you can listen to, and honestly, the mini episode they also have a. a comic book writer named ed brubaker on there uh-huh. and he's fucking great and they just talk about a lot of really cool stuff 
So anyway, I would recommend both the episode about Malignant and then the mini episode that followed it where they talk about fan reaction to them talking about Malignant. Okay. I keep cool. forgetting to go and listen to that. I need to do that. Yeah. It's, anyway, it's great. And, and like their thoughts on it and stuff are really interesting. And, and it was, we talked about it last time when we recorded because yeah. Mike and I had just watched it. And I was like so excited when I heard that they were also going to watch it and then do it on the next show. So cool. then we, I, I listened to that and it was great like hot on the heels of watching it myself so nice i was trying to remember what the malignant character's name is yeah i can't remember danielle no i can't remember but it was it i i I, and it's from that dude um james james Wan, Wan, who did all the who did one of the fast and the furiouses and conjuring conjuring and insidious and oh uh, did he do the clown movie the one about annabelle no, or the one we it. did on the the really podcast. good clown movie called yeah. just called no, Clown. That movie it's is a very similar awesome. name, but no, okay. it's not him. That that movie is so damn good. God, that is good. Clown. Oh, John Watts. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? I was thinking of Clown House because that was a dude oh. with a similar name. Oh, Silva. Yeah, Silva. Yeah, Silva. So, so you watched Malignant. You didn't dig it. So, what else, Julie? Um, I've. Went down a uh, Halloween hole, which I really, really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. So, oh shit. I watched uh, one through H2O. We also need to talk about Halloween Kills. Yeah, so watch that in the theater. We should talk about that, but without spoiling it, because Mike hasn't seen it. it. We're building to it because we've done, we're doing the same sort of build. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. I I don't know if we'll finish it. Because I just ran out of time, but yeah, you know. So, I, what's your thoughts on Halloween Kills? Just in general, without spoil. Yeah, yeah. So, it was ruthless and brutal, and I loved it. See, and I, I've heard many people say this movie's so brutal. I didn't really think it was that brutal. It was just more because he didn't like. He just came quickly. I feel like at everyone and just murdered everyone. And yeah. I honestly. I had to stop myself because I was in the theater. Like I went opening night and mm-hmm. saw it on Thursday night, and and I was laughing so hard because he was just like bam, 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 oh, yeah. do, do, and so it was just kills. like I started counting, and it's like you know, like how many kills? Like there were like over twenty five. At twenty five, I just stopped, yeah. and I was just like wowza. Some you of the stuff was on camera too, and like rough, like the couple, yeah, the older couple. That was rough as shit. Oh, man. With the light bulb? Totally. I was like, yikes. So anyway, that's just without spoiling anything, but okay. No, but I I mean, I thought that um, I, I loved the mask. The, yeah, the mask was mask. really awesome. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, yeah, the trailers and stuff clearly show that Michael didn't die in the last one because he's back again. So that's not a spoiler to say. Okay. He's, he's still around in this one. And so is Jamie Lee Curtis. And, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Sus- Susie Greer. What's her name? Greer. Uh, Judy. Judy. Judy Greer. Judy Greer. Yeah, I mean, they they utilized the um, the granddaughter. I forget her name mm-hmm. a lot more, and that was like fun to see her coming into her own, and she was like brave, and um, she's getting there. I'm I'm just interested to see what's going to happen in Halloween Kills. Halloween I, ends. Or sorry, Halloween ends mm-hmm. um, next year. I guess that'll I, come out. I think that's the goal. Um, I liked. The movie does do this really cool thing, though, that I didn't expect, and without saying too much about it, where it sort of, it talks about, like, 
mob mentality and stuff mm-hmm. in a way that was really sobering. And then they also just fucking go there. And I was yeah. like, wow, this is really... Like, it's it's not high art and it's not fucking literature, but it's still like... The movie like took a, took some time to talk about mm-hmm. this thing and to like sort of just throw it all into a different sort of relief. And I don't know, I, I was really impressed by the movie. Yeah, I was too. I enjoyed it and I look forward to seeing um, how it ends. 100%. Yeah. I, I, I'm happy these guys did this and I want to see more. Yeah, I um, I did listen to the Spook House podcast that okay. I like a lot and and they had a Halloween episode. They um, spoiled the hell out of it. So cool. if you've watched it, listen to yeah. you know that episode. It's great. Cool. Yeah, I, I keep like every like every day this week. I've been coming and going. Mike, do you watch it yet? Do you watch it yet? <laughs> well, again, we're working our way through though. Right, right, right. But I'm That's eager fair. to get to the point where I can have. Oh, this I'm conversation totally. With you, so. I'm yeah. very excited. That and like now I have that and. The weight of that and Dune sort of hanging over me to just like, I am so anxious to get to both of them. Well, you could just get to it. Well, yeah, I could. But you're too busy. I understand you got a lot going on. Wait, uh, what are you up to now? What number? Well, we watched one, two, we skipped three, The Season of the Witch, because we had just watched it a while Uh, back, and it's not a Michael Myers thing, so we were sort of trying to stick to the Michael Myers thing, and then we watched four... The return, mm-hmm. and then we're kind of now on the fence. Like he's Dylan is pushing five, and I'm like, "There's been I like don't twelve know. of these fucking things." Yeah, we're not going to go the whole. Route, oh, you're not. Like, probably not because I'm so anxious to watch kills. So, like, oh, yeah. I think probably what we're going to do is like, I don't watch kills and then that go back. Canon anymore? Go back. Right. All that exactly. After yeah. You watch the. Yeah. Whenever. Stuff. So my my vote now is to. Just go from four to uh, Halloween. Rewatch, rewatch Halloween 2018, right? And okay. then go right to Kills. Yeah. Yeah. So or just last... go straight to Kills. Honestly. No. There's watch a Hall- fine. There's a fine. I mean, they recap at the beginning, and there's also all that sort of flashbacky stuff that's really really cool. So I just I, I don't know, just I didn't rewatch the. Oh, I didn't rewatch it either. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. Fucking go straight to Kills. Oh, sorry. I I thought that he hadn't seen it before, no, but you have. Seen it, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Oh, I've seen I've seen the the first David Gordon Green Halloween. Yes. Okay. And I would not revisit the Rob Zombie Halloweens. No, and, you know that's for, true. Of the remakes and the sequels, those are two you can just completely fucking sell to. Oh, I just no. Are you a fan of those? The Rob I, Zombie. Ones? You know, honestly, like that's it's on my list to like continue with. So uh, I need I've to. I've only seen the first one. I. Last yeah, I night, the I watched either. the sixth, mm-hmm. and I watched H two O. Okay. So is the sixth, which one has Buster Rhymes? So that eight. is Resurrection. Yeah. So that's is what that I'm gonna watch oh, okay. tomorrow okay. or tonight. I don't okay. know. I'm gonna okay. watch one of them. But uh, well, so six, seven, that would be eight. Okay. Um, which one does Jamie Lee Curtis come back for? So that was H two O, which. Um, Josh Hart, Harshnet, yeah, okay. yeah, because it came out in '98. Right. So that was yeah. There, it's like in Northern California, okay. and she's a dean, and a dean? he comes. Yeah, she's a dean to like some prestigious prep school. Wow. And it was funny because somebody posted, and I'm sorry, I can't remember, but somebody posted on Instagram, like this photo of Josh Hartnett, and 
they were like halloween h2o and i was like shit i've totally forgot he was in that yeah. and also no way that's his hair from the faculty and that's like a movie i love never seen it wait mike it's have good. you seen that yeah yes okay. the faculty is good okay yeah it's, that, it's great what's his name the that's rodriguez yeah mm-hmm. yeah bob yeah, we should you should watch that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely one that I know I need to see. Sort of like when I finally watched Society. You know, I was like, it's got a, oh, it's got yeah. a really good cast too. It's got like uh, Robert Patrick's in there, and mm-hmm. yep, he uh, absolutely is. And Jordana Brewster from. I like that's right. Brewster. So Julie, how many episodes you so you've watched up to? You said that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Frodo's up in there. <laughs> so you've watched five or six of the Halloweens. Seven, Seven as of today, okay. and then. Um, I was going to continue with Resurrection and then check out Rob Zombie 1, 2. Yeah. And you've seen the Rob Zombies or you haven't? I have. It's just been so long. Okay. Yeah, I haven't. I never had any interest in the second one after I saw the first one of his. Do you guys, what is House of a Thousand Corpses? That's his movie, yeah. Yeah. Have That's you, his do you first. guys like that one? I did it and then I rewatched it and did. And you See, did? See, I, I liked House of a Thousand Corpses. I, I remembered liking it. And then I did not like Devil's Rejects at all. The I thing about like House of a Thousand rewatched them and liked them both. So. Yeah, the House of a Thousand Corpses is like the, there's. I don't want to spoil that for somebody that hasn't seen it, but the there's stuff right at the end that's literally like the last few minutes of that movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that like it seemed like such a missed opportunity to have made the second half of that movie about that. Mm-hmm. I, it, re, upon rewatching, it impressed me. Well, there were All things that impressed me initially. I just, I don't I, know. Both of them, I really enjoyed rewatching it. I think I got the tone the second time, where the first time I saw both, I was just like, fuck this. But I have watched that. Um, I didn't watch it the 31 or whatever thing he did, because I don't care. But I did watch the one Lords of Salem, and that was just an absolute piece of shit. I, I couldn't yeah, stand Yeah, I did not that like movie. that at all. I, didn't yeah. really, I don't think I even made it completely through that. Yeah, I did not enjoy it. So, Julie, what else besides all your Halloween deep dive? I I think that's all I can remember okay. right now. I'm just I'm in the middle of moving. Well, you know, I just officially did move all of my favorite things into my apartment. <laughs> so, I'm very excited. The it, things that survived the move. Yeah, there were some breakages, but I'm telling you what, my fucking TV that's already been through a hurricane now has survived over, like, somebody found it, like, on the bottom of a stack of boxes. It still works. It is, Thank wow. you, Samsung. It, it's some sort of like the head that wouldn't <laughs> die thing, you know, it's, it's, you bury it under a tree. <laughs> right. You just have to keep it in a dish of some solution mm-hmm. so that it's circulating and keeping the blood flow to it. Yeah. I'm just more impressed at this time period, you know, I'm like, how long is this going to last? Oh, this my, is my new bedroom TV is a Samsung and it's somewhat based on your experience. So we'll yeah. see. <laughs> so Mike, what about you? What have you been watching? We have been watching Halloween, mm-hmm. obviously. Like right. we said, we've watched Halloween and Halloween 2 and 4. And hopefully we're just going to go right back. Rewatch the, the 2018 Halloween and uh, then Halloween Kills. Right. But we've watched, you know, we watched Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've really been on sort of a, a tear. We watched uh, Prom Night. Nice. While we were on uh, while we were on vacation, That's a good watched, it is a good movie. We watched uh, Scream Two. Okay. Uh, 
And man, that's, I had forgotten how rough some of that is. There's <laughs> yeah. like some serious, like crazy violence in that movie. I've only seen it one time. I've never rewatched it. And yeah. oh, I love the Screen franchise. I'm I'm pumped the f- about the fifth. I, I I've seen the first one twice. Um, but I, that's it. That and I've seen the second one one time, and then I don't think I've seen any of the subsequent. Dylan, films. you know the uh, the videos that they land on YouTube. It's uh, not GQ. Uh, Vanity Fair. The Vanity Fair videos where they get like a couple of actors together and they just sort of have a chat. Okay. And they're always like they typically are very interesting and just they just sort of let the people let the thing happen. Uh, there's one now apparently with Jamie Lee Curtis and Neff Campbell talking about being female, like flagship characters in a in a horror franchise. Okay. Nice. And uh, I've heard it's really interesting, and okay. I'm, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, oh, we watched the watched Toby Hooper's movie Funhouse while we were at the. Yes, the, love that one. And uh, man, you know, I'd seen it once a million years ago, and. Did not like it. Mm-hmm. And I think probably now didn't like it because it was not really very gory. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was at a point in my life when, like, if there wasn't, like, a lot of <laughs> severed heads or whatever <laughs> in a movie, it was like, oh, this movie sucked or this was, movie was lame. But uh, it, I was very impressed with it. Yeah. Like, it was solid. It's really good. I read the book. So, and then never. Oh, you did the, read the book. Never huh. saw the movie until like many, many, many years later, and it it just seemed disjointed and weird to me. So I just I didn't particularly like it. But in I've search, never it. yeah, in search of darkness talked about it, and so that's what mm-hmm. made me jump on that train. I was like, damn, this is great. I remember the pictures of the monster from Fangoria and stuff like that. But I mm-hmm. and I had read the book, but I didn't. I never saw the movie. Yeah, I remember Man, those covers. It, it is. There's it is so like seedy and skeevy, <laughs> yeah. but that's yeah, kind of what it's too. well, it's kind of what it's supposed to be though, because it's like set in this carnival environment. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's all man, they, and shit. Mm-hmm. They had to have like just found some <laughs> like shitty low rent carnival and and like hired the the gang well, to I mean, do it. Look at the Toby Hooper's fucking filmography. I mean, that dude knows how to capture skeeve. He does. Honest. He does. And oh, while we're just a, a quick aside, while we're talking about uh, Toby Hooper, Dylan, one of his professors, his film appreciation, and um, I forget what other class he took with this guy, and I can't recall his name right now, which is not very helpful. But he had a he is a, a co-editor of a book about the cinema of Toby Hooper. Okay. And so they had a big live stream roundtable discussion about about Toby Hooper. And it was the two professors and then some other people from the University of Texas Press, which it turns out Toby Hooper was the first person to graduate from the film studies program at the University of Texas. Wow. It's like they started the program. He was one of the first people that uh, enrolled and he graduated. So it's poetic i guess in a way that that's who is publishing this book but the moderator of the round table or of the live stream was joe bob awesome and so like if you go on and search on youtube that whole thing is on youtube it's about an hour and a half or under two hours but it's like all these people talking about just the minutiae and like the insane 
all the stuff stuff I I was hearing stuff I had never heard, and well, I thought I was kind of relatively knew it all. Yeah, I was relatively well versed. I felt like, yeah. but there's a lot of stuff. And one of the things the guy that one of the guys who had worked with Hobie a lot said was that he just loved movies and he just wanted to make movies. And so, like, if he couldn't get a gig making like a a passion project, you know, something like Texas Chainsaw or whatever, mm-hmm. he'd make documentaries, he'd make industrials, he'd make shorts, just to be shooting and to kind of keep his skill set. Wow. honed and just liked being on set and working mm-hmm. so it's, it cool. was it's very cool and you know it's joe bob and uh, mm-hmm. so that's that's a hell of a cool. a positive mix yeah that is interesting. But for any of you people that want some background about toby hooper cool there you go so marty what have you been watching oh man let me pull up letterboxd i am now on letterboxd so i can keep a running tote of my watchings um if anybody wants to follow me on there i'm marty underscore flickers um if you want to get on that but like you guys have done your halloween deep dive i have gone down a little street called elm street nice oh that's right so i went back to the beginning on that and watched a nightmare on elm street okay a nightmare on elm street part two and a nightmare on elm street part three and A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. Yes. And to me, those movies get better as they go along. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed with all the ones after the first one. And I was kind of amazed at how the first one, to me, did not really hold up all that well. I didn't think it was all that great. It, the, the acting was not great, except for John Saxon. Because uh-huh. John Saxon's always great and everything. Um but it was really interesting to rewatch and to see that sort of the change of Freddy over those four films. Um, I also watched the remake with oh, Jackie O'Haley as as Freddy, and I did not like it at all. It was very much just like a boilerplate horror movie. It's a platinum dunes. It's all that sort of you know glitchy video effects and sort of jump scares and stuff. There were some things to be impressed by, but they really try to make Freddy out to be he's a child molester in it not just a child killer like he oh. was in the original um so anyway it just that uh, wasn't, wasn't great so i did well, watch- see this from what you told me about it like they try to they make him even more insidious by making him a molester on top of being a child murderer and then and same the same turn try to kind of do something to well they accuse him make of him being sympathetic. a child molester that is why the parents kill him yeah. but there's a sort of question in the film was he really and did the parents kill an innocent man? So there's mm. there's this question left in there. Instead of it just being he was a child murderer and now he's a bad dead guy who's coming into your dreams. It's like this thing like are the parents the villains? Um Wait, um, is it still Mr. Krabs is like the dad one of the dads in the movie. Is um, it still Robert England? Oh really? England? Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. Robert England still? No, or it's Jack Girl Haley. Oh, sorry, sorry. Jack Girl Haley plays um Freddie. And it's just is like this good? cast of, he's fine, but it's just what they're having him do isn't isn't great. He does a good voice, you know, but you know, I, I don't know. I'd rather watch Damnation Alley or Watchmen or Bad News Bears to, for my Jackie Earl Haley fix. Damn um, right. I watched a, in my opinion, very funny movie from 2018 called Blockers. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, I really laughed at it. Um, 
<laughs> I think you and your family should really check it out, Mike. Um, mm-hmm. It's just sort of a, a funny teen sex comedy that goes at it from a different angle with an incredible cast. Uh-huh. Um, because these teens are like trying to lose their virginity and their parents are blocking them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched the original Star Trek movie, Star Trek The Motion Picture from 1979. Oh. Very interesting, way too long. Um, but it was one I'd seen at the theater and I just had it, so I thought, let me watch it. Um, Halloween Kills, um, watched the new Dune, and I thought it was pretty great and beautiful to look at. And then last night, y'all, I watched Mother's Day. Oh. Oh, really? The, yeah, the that's Lloyd great. Kaufman Mother's Day. The uh, Well, Charles Kaufman. Charles Kaufman. But, uh, well. What did you think? Well, I'd seen it once before and just hated it and thought it was so fucking mean and everything. It is mean. And it, it is. is filthy, but it is so well made. I really like that one. It's got great music. It's amazingly well shot. I watched that on Discord with um, Dallas VHS Swap and Joe Bob. It was it's awesome. It's really good. It's a mean, fucking mean movie, but the performances are pretty good across the board. I, th- I thought it was interesting that they didn't, that the girls were sort of painted as sort of like goofball, like not great people who then have to sort of change and adapt to sort of survive. Um, it, it was, I like that they got revenge on the family that was torturing them and stuff like that. I, I, I was really kind of impressed by it. Um, it is not Yeah, I'm fun. ready to go back and watch it. It so, is not fun at all. It's on Shutter. That's where yeah. I watched it. Did you think about Ernest in his uh, neck gear and think that you should watch uh, Mother's Day? No. It was interesting. <laughs> oh, that's so right. This was like late, late, late last night. So what I've been watching mostly um, has been uh, stuff on streaming services. But there's a new thing on Netflix called um, Inside Job. It's an animated series, and I watched all of it over the weekend. Ten parts, so it's kind of short episodes. But it is a, uh, it's got Christian Slater as I'm the in. voice of uh, the dad in the show. Hello. And a bunch of really great voices. Do you know who Clark Duke is? Mm-mm. He's been in all these, like, he's been in, did you see Hot Tub Time Machine? Yeah. You know, the little little nerd kid dude with yeah. glasses? That's Clark Duke. Okay. So, anyway, he, he's one of the voices, and he's great, but it's, like, really good people, um... Uh, and, it, and it's yes there is a secret government in this cartoon or this animated series and they run a company called in called Cognito Inc and it, so it's in Cognito and they just take the ink and put it at the end so it's Cognito Inc they're really just the secret service they're led by these dudes in robes mm-hmm. who like stay on the moon and there are reptilians um, the moon landing was faked um, JFK was shot by a guy uh, named Noel. They just and they call him Grassy Noel for mm-hmm. just for fun. Oh, um, I like it. It's got all this great stuff, and um, they invent a robot president. That's and all this. Anyway, it's just like this really wacky thing. So I've been watching shit like that a cool. lot. Um, so um, anyway, I watched that last night. Finished that up, and I was like, I just want something mean right now. I just want to watch something mean, and I thought. I wonder if Mother's Day is on. It just popped in my head. Oh, I know why. Because Matt Weinhold from Monster Party was on the Dana Gould thing, and they mentioned Mother's Day. And I just heard oh, that wow. podcast episode. Is like, he on this episode, the most recent, the Halloween, the Halloween one? Yeah. They, they, yeah. they run down a bunch of stuff. And actually, he recommended it again, and I was the, here's where my brain went. Another thing he had recommended was a thing on Netflix called Blood Red Skies, 
which I watched the trailer for, and it looked good. And I was like, okay, I'm going to save that for later. So what it is about is a basically Flight of the Living Dead, but it's uh, vampires. Huh. Oh. So a... Oh, I saw the trailer for that. A yeah. terrorist takes over an airplane. All they want is money. They don't realize there's vampires on the plane. Cool. Yeah, I've seen the trailer for that. It looked really good. I think it's a German movie. Uh, Sounds or fun. something. It's foreign. There is English language spoken in it, but anyway, it's so the vampires are killing the terrorists on the plane. So anyway, I was like, oh, this looks too good for me to just like watch it as I'm going to sleep. Yeah. What was that other thing they talked about? Oh, Mother's Day. I wonder if I could find it. I searched on Roku. It show, popped up on Shutter. I was like, well, fuck, let's watch it. So I started it. I was like, this is pretty good. So I thought, well, I'm not going to be able to stay awake for this. So I'll just go lay in the bed, fire it up on the, in the bedroom, and just watch as much as I can. I was wide awake till one in the morning watching it because it was <laughs> it was good. Yeah, I was is. compelled. So, yeah, I really it. liked it. So anyway, that's what I've watched. Cool. I tell you one on the on the subject of Lloyd and and the trauma gang. That a movie that I thought I would have zero interest in oh, was yeah. the new Toxic Avenger reboot or whatever. That's on its mm-hmm. way. And oh my god! Now that I've like read and seen the people involved with that. I could not be more excited about it. I mean, you're not as excited about it as the Monsters film from Rob Zombie, are you? I'm excited that Daniel Roebuck's his grandpa. Yeah, you've seen the photos, right? I have seen the photos. Yeah, they look a lot better than the original. Oh, it's no, it's no artist here. stupid, but it's all right. Oh dear, oh dear. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have a soft spot for the Monsters, but I always yeah. like the Adams Family more. I did too. So Same. It was just. It's not my show. It was a little more twisted. Yeah. Yeah. The the Adams Family was, to me, way funnier than the Monsters. The Monsters were Mm -hmm. funny, but Adams Family. Oh, another like circuitous uh, thing is the severed hand in Idle Hands. Mm -hmm. The like when it's an actual hand. Mm The, there's a uh, an actor, and he was also Thing in the uh, Adams Family movies. Oh, that's oh, cool. The one with Raul Julia. So this guy is a, a hand he's model. He's like George. Yeah, he's George Costanza. Yeah, exactly. He's a hand model. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, cool. Well, that was quite a lot of stuff. Yeah, and I'm so happy I got to talk in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are welcome to talk. We just you, I know you I, know, was, I was I was want to be that guy. I was in self-imposed, like, uh, you were, you I sequestered were, myself. You were in you're, thumper mode. If you can't polite. say something nice, don't say anything at all. That was fair. Don't say anything at all. <laughs> so that was a, that was quite a lot of movies we've covered there, and um, definitely a couple of very interesting Halloween choices, so thanks, Julie, for that. I guess I'm up next, so brace yourselves. It's going to be coming in hot, coming in sideways, so... <laughs> Put on your hip waders and brace yourselves. Cover your perineum. So until that time, uh, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can email us at flickersfrom at yahoo.com or flickersfrom at gmail.com. We are, as ever, still on Facebook. And we are on Instagram and Slasher and Letterbox as Flicker from the Cave. And, as, uh, yeah, we, and don't we forget, have I'm taken on there over. as Marty underscore Flickers. We have taken over Instagram. Yeah, Julie's basically the king slash queen of Instagram and Slasher. Man, Mm -hmm. I don't know how we got a bunch of followers, but we have a ton of followers on Slasher. And I 
clearly all those paid promotions we've been doing. <laughs> I thought it was the personal appearances. But. <laughs> if if that could even happen, that would be awesome. Man. But um, so yeah, so this can you was, imagine? Go. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Can you imagine? I was gonna say if we had a personal appearance, can you imagine the line of three people that might possibly show up? There would be <laughs> fives of people there. That's right. So yeah, this was great, Julie. Thanks very much. And um, I just have one thing to say to the listeners: take that booger lips. <laughs> As usual, marijuana saves an otherwise disastrous day. <laughs> <laughs>